0: Welcome to another message from the teaching team at Elevation Church Australia. For more information about our church, service times and locations, visit elevationchurch.com.au Great. Today we're going to shift gears just a little bit and we're going to look at uh, what the church is and some of the practices of the early church and how those early practices continue today for us here in 2022. Let's pray this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you for a great time of praise and worship that we've already experienced. Your presence, Holy Spirit, that is here. I pray that it continues as we read your word. I pray, Lord God, every one of us has come here today desiring to encounter you, God. And I thank you, Jesus, you do not let us down. When we come to you, you always meet us where we are. So we thank you for that. Everyone said? Come on, everyone said? Let's give Jesus some praise this morning. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you. Hey, we're going to jump straight into it today. We're going to get straight into the message, and I want to open up the question. My question is this: What is the church? Turn turn to the person next to you. And say, "What is the church? What is the church? Is the church a building? Uh, is the church uh, the name in front of the building in red letters?" backlit at nighttime. is the church a pastor or the the staff the people who do ministry is the church those things uh, I would say this the church is the local and universal community of believers the local and universal community of believers see the church is a body a community of believers and it can be localized for instance here at this church Elevation Church Melbourne West, we're a localized community of believers in this western suburbs of Melbourne, and and I like to refer to this as the Church lowercase C, okay? Like, say with me, lowercase C. c. I refer to this as the lowercase C, and it's a it's a localist of the church. And just like the New Testament, we see uh, the church there. It can be big, it can be small. At times they met in the temple, sometimes they met in homes, but that's the local church. Then there is the universal church. Say it with me, universal church. There's a uni- the universal church, and that's the community of believers across the world, across denominations, across countries, and across time. So from right now all the way back, to the book of Acts, that is the church universal. And I like to call that, and look, these are not things I've made up. This is pretty uh, well known. But I like to call that the church, the capital C, the big C. Okay, that's the the, main, the big church. And the church is referred to as the body of Christ. And just like the church has many parts that do many just like the body has many parts that do many things. Have you noticed that you've got two arms, two legs, two eyes, nose, you know, all the other parts? They do different functions, they different, do different things. So the church is the same. We have different parts, different people that are involved, that we all do different things for God. Who is the church? It's important to note this that the church is not uh, you, the church is not me. Like, I am not the church, you are not the church. We are the church. A a follower of Jesus is a Christian. The gathering of the Christians is the church. So we have the leader of the church. Who is the leader of the church? The capital C. Well, unfortunately for our Catholic friends, it's not the Pope, the leader of the church is Jesus Christ. (laughs) Here on earth and in heaven, the leader of the church is Jesus Christ, and uh, he is the leader of the church, the head of the church, the universal church, and the local church. He's our leader, and we are his body. And then at the local level of churches, we have leaders and pastors as well. Uh, what's not the church? Uh, the church is, is 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 not a gathering of Christians that aren't connected To a pastor underneath leadership who are not connected, who are doing lives by themselves, that's that's not the church. The church is also not something that you like to do or something that you like to go to worship God. Right, like maybe you like to go bushwalking or you like to go to the beach or you like to paint and that's your expression of worship of God. That's something that Christians can do to worship God, but that's not your church The church is the gathering of believers together to worship God as we set time aside to meet with him uh, as a community. And then finally, why the church? Like why do we exist? Why are we here? Because it's God's plan to reach our world with the gospel message of Jesus Christ. So local people reaching their local communities about the message of Jesus and the hope, the salvation, the freedom that he has brought us at the cross. That is the church. So if you've got your Bibles this morning, uh, why don't you open them up to Acts 2. We're going to begin at uh, verse forty-two this morning. It says this, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And all came upon them; every came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to Proceeds to all as any had need, and day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number, day by day, those who were being saved. Our passage starts off this morning, it says that they devoted themselves They devoted themselves. They were were diligent at doing this thing that they were doing. They were loyal to each other. They were steadfast. They were dedicated to the Word of God. They were dedicated uh, to the worship of God, to the fellowship of believers, and to evangelism and community care. See, in the church, they found their purpose, and they were hungry for all that God had for them. Who's hungry for like a cheeseburger right now? Hey, we're in church, we we got hungry ducks down the road, but we're hungry to have the, the food of God, to feed our spirit, to feed our souls. They were devoted to God. Today I want to look at four areas that the early church was devoted to God in, and that I believe that we today, the church in 2022, can be devoted to as well. If you're taking notes, write these down this morning. Number one, we devote ourselves to the teaching of the Word of God. We devote ourselves to the teaching of the Word of God. It starts off, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. The church is not here to give self-help. The church is not here to talk about willpower. The church is not here to give a great motivational speech. The church is here to teach the Word of God. In that Elevation Church, we preach Jesus Christ and Christ sacrificed and risen again. We teach the Word of God. See, the Word of God, the Bible, needs to be a priority in the local church. It's the primary way that we speak to God, that we hear from God, that we encounter Jesus and the Holy Spirit. See, it reveals the attributes, the characteristics, the personality, the nature of God. The Bible unveils It reveals to us our own sin, the depravity of man, uh, the sinful nature, the the evilness of humanity. It points us to a saviour, redeemer, champion called Jesus. We need the Word of God, the teaching of the Word of God. See, so many people will try to shape God into their own image. So many people will try to make following Jesus about their own interpretations, their own self Uh, interested interpretations of what the scripture means but the bible unfortunately doesn't give us the luxury to interpret it how we want to interpret it rather it lays out God's expectations and desires for us 1 Peter 2 2 says this like newborn infants long for the pure spiritual milk that by it you may grow up into salvation Long for what God has for us in His Scripture, and so here at Elevation Church, we pe- we teach, we preach the Bible. We preach. Come on, anyone glad that we preach the Bible here? I mean, you know, there's there's no book in the Bible called the Gospel of Bronson. Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. We preach the Bible, and, and church today, I want to encourage you to be reading the Word of God not just on Sundays when we read some scriptures here, but to be reading the word of Bible in our own time, to, to 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 devote ourselves to it. The more we do it, the more we will grow spiritually. That scripture verse says, I was speaking to a uh, uh, the husband of one of Gabby's cousins this week. We were at a, at a wedding on Friday night, and I was speaking to this guy. He is not a Christian. Uh, you know, he's far from God. But I was talking to him, and he said, Hey, I said, what have you been doing? He said, Hey... I started reading the Bible at the start of the year. I said, man, that's awesome. Now he has some background, his family has some background in going to church, but he said, I started reading the Bible, and he goes, My wife is laughing at me as I'm reading the Bible. He's like rough and tough guys, like, you know, <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm reading the effing Bible. I'm like, oh, that's awesome, man. <laughs> it's rough, you know. And my wife's laughing and he, and he said this to me. He goes, you know what? The more I read it, the more I want to read it. like man that's what I tell my church the more you read the Bible the more you will want to read it we devote ourselves to the teaching of the word of God and we recently did a five-week series on the Bible I want to encourage you listen to that series I think it was a great series unpacking the Bible and how we encounter God if we read our word consistently over time get onto our podcast and read that so we devote ourselves to the teaching of the word of God number two We devote ourselves to the worship of God. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship and to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And the prayers. Prayers, songs, psalms. You know, we can worship God in so many different ways. We can worship God singing a song to him we can worship God reading scripture and praying something we can worship God in the way that we work you know the scriptures say hey work as unto God there are so many different ways that we can worship God in our lives and regardless of how you do it we're to worship God I know that there's some people that they don't enjoy singing as much as other people I mean I don't know if you're saved or not but there's people like that like I love to worship God, but maybe something else for you brings you close to worship of God. I mentioned earlier, maybe bushwalking or going to the beach is a place where you can worship God. Whatever it is, we can all find ways to worship God. Colossians 3.16, let the word of God dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. See the worship of God comes from a place of thankfulness, a place of gratitude, a place of just something coming welling out of your heart to express before God, God, I worship you. God, I praise you. Have you ever been to the to the footy and you see people there and they're cheering on the, the players who are playing? That, that is a form of worship. And so we worship, we and, and so we can worship God too in our lives. And there's a reason that we start our church services with songs. You, you might be like, why do we start our church services with two fast songs, four uh, two slow songs? Well, why do we do that? Well, the reason is this is so that we can begin our time together worshipping God that's the reason so we can begin our time worshipping God so that when we come here the first thing we do the very first thing we do well maybe some of us get a coffee but the second the very first thing we do is we we worship God we praise him see worship sets a tone Worship creates an atmosphere for God's uh, presence. It reminds us to be thankful and to be in awe of God and all He's done. And it reminds us to direct our worship where our worship should belong. I've got to be upfront and say there have been times in my life where my worship has been in the wrong place. It's been directed towards the wrong thing or the wrong person. Worship should be directed to God Almighty. You know, in church, we do this thing called honor where we, can, where we will honor people. And I think it's good to, to honor people in the right places and at the right times and in the, and in the right roles. But can I just say this this morning? We honor people, but we worship only God. We we honor people, we worship only God. If we ever get to the place where it's like we're worshiping the people here up on this stage more than we're worshiping God, we, we miss the mark because the church is to worship one and only one and that is God Almighty Himself. So yeah, come on, give God some praise. We worship God. So we devote ourselves to the worship of God. Number three, we devote ourselves to the fellowship of believers fellowship of believers said they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching and the fellowship and then a little bit later on it says and all who believed were together and had all things in common together and had all things in common i really believe the church is one of the greatest places that you can go and you can meet people from all different walks of life you can meet all different types of ethnicities and, and people with different nationalities and different cultures you can go to this place and you can re- meet people from all different kinds of religious backgrounds uh, even people in a place like this church that may not even believe in God you meet all kinds of different people who have had different life experiences different socio-economic statuses in life and form great relationships and friendships because we have a higher culture that we come underneath we come underneath kingdom culture which is greater than any earth culture that we might be part of and church is not just sunday Church is every day of the week it's anywhere that christians gathers gathers so you can have fellowship with someone here today as, the, as a community of believers gather today but we can also have fellowship and community with people during the week in our homes and in our workplaces with other believers and in life groups see church is anywhere that christians gather together scriptures say we two or three gathered there i am in your midst God is with you. You know, God's church is where you are. So there's different life groups that we have here at Elevation Church. We've got a couple of women's life groups. Go the women. Come on. Yeah, awesome. We've got a men's life group as well. Go the men. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Guys, when we say go the men, it's always like a woo, Okay? Go the men. We've got a young adults. Come on, young adults. Yes, come on, we got a young old life group that started meeting recently here in the church on Friday nights. We've got a families, young, uh, a families life group as well. Come on, we love families. Awesome. And we've got any any other life group that you want to start as well. If there's a life group that you think is missing and you want to start it, come and speak to me. We would love for you to come on board with life groups. See, there these are places where you can open up. To people more that you might be able to open up to someone on a Sunday morning. There's only so much you can talk about. And the more time you spend with someone, the more you get to learn about someone and know who they are. And so we believe life groups are a great place to be to learn about people. If the keys could come, that would be amazing. It says they had all things in common. The church operating correctly, when it sees someone with a need in the church, it helps that person. When someone has a need, we have all things in common and we help that person out. My money, my time, my abilities, I see them as for the common help of other people, not just myself. Does anyone believe that here this morning? What God has given me is not just for me, it's to help the other believers as well in our church. So I want to say if you are in a if you see a person in a place of need, would you? say, hey, maybe I can help meet that need. So, See, a lot of times people will come to me and say, hey, Bronson, there's this person who has this need in this church. And I'm like, great, that's amazing. We want to help them. But you know that you're also the church. You can help that person too. And then we want to come alongside you and also help you. So if you see a need, meet the need. But also I want to say this. If you have a need and maybe we haven't noticed that you have a need, please let us know. Because they had all things in common. We want to come alongside you. We want to help you in whatever way it might be. We want to pray for you. We want to stand with you. We want to help you if we can resource you with what it might be that you need. Whatever it is we can do, we want to devote ourselves to the fellowship of believers. And then fourthly, we devote ourselves to evangelism and community care. In, in verse, verse 47, it's not on the screen, but it says this, Praising God and having favour with all the people and the, and the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. The Lord added day by day those who were being saved. The church is to tell people about Jesus and to like, come alongside those who need help in our communities. The church is to tell people about Jesus. That's why we're here, to tell people about Jesus. I thought we we're here to sing some songs. I thought we we're here because our pastor always preaches amazing, top world-class sermons. Every Sunday, I thought that's why we came to church. No, we, we come to church to, to be filled, to be fueled, to be, to be revitalized so that we might go out as the church, into the community, into the highways and the byways of Scripture, see, to reach the people, to tell them about Jesus Christ, to come alongside people and to help them. In our communities, we're to care for people's spiritual eternity and we're to care for people's current reality. Come alongside them. Help them. And every Sunday, we give people an opportunity to give their lives to Jesus. And I'm, I'm about to do that shortly. I'll give an altar call. I will invite any person here this morning. Maybe you don't know Jesus. Maybe you've never submitted your life to Him. Maybe you've never done what we call in church. Give your life to Him which is to say a prayer, to say, Jesus, I believe you died for me, for my sins. You rose again. I don't want to invite you into my life. We do that every Sunday. We give give an altar call. I've given, since I've become a pastor, I reckon I've given over 300 altar calls to people to receive Jesus Christ here on a Sunday morning. A lot of Sundays, no one accepts that altar call. But some Sundays, someone says, I want to invite Jesus into my life. And so every Sunday we give an altar call. So I want to remind this church, if you have a friend who wants to know about Jesus, if you have a friend who is so close to Jesus, and for whatever reason, you may not know yourself what the next step is, you know, I I would love to come alongside you to help you with that. But if you're not confident in that, invite them to church because you know every Sunday we will give them an opportunity to receive Jesus in the light and we know there is coming a day where every Sunday we will see people come on, every Sunday give their lives to Jesus Christ but it's not just about Sunday it's not just about the invitation that's given from the stage I believe the greatest form of evangelism that we have in our lives is the evangelism of personal relationship and connection so you know someone, you do life with them, you know their story, they know your story. And one day there's going to come an opportunity for you to tell them about Jesus. And it's as simple as that. We're to be on mission for Jesus Christ. And then we're also to help the community. And that's why Gabby earlier was talking about our Stack the Stay, the sleigh. We've got the Christmas tree out the front. We're going to bring gifts there to, to, to be able to give to people who are uh, not able to buy gifts them, themselves. And, and here's what we need to realize we're reaching outside the four walls of this church to help those people in need. See, we ne- we, a lot of these, like I will say, we'll probably never meet any of these people. But you're having an impact in their lives, you're making a difference in their lives. There could be people that you share the gospel message with and you never see that, that, that seed flourish and grow. You never see them give their life to Jesus, but you don't know one day they might, because of the seed you have planted, the evangelism that you've sown into their life, they might give their lives to Jesus. And so we are about uh, evangelism and community care. And community care is an area that we are continuing to want to have greater impact in as a church. It says that they devoted themselves to, as, I, as I start to finish this morning, as I start to close up. I wonder how devoted we are as a church. I wonder how devoted we are to the Word of God. You know, if we were to pause and to think, how devoted am I to, to, to worshipping God no matter what is going on? How, how devoted am I to the fellowship with believers? How devoted am I to evangelism and to community care? And the early church, they devoted themselves to those things. The early church, it was important. The early, early church, they were they were diligent. They were earnest. The early church, they, they gave their all to these things. And, and and here's the thing. It's not as hard as it sounds. It's not as difficult as it might seem. See, it, we, we can read a few verses of the Bible today. Every day. We can read a few verses of the Bible. You know, we, you don't have to. One or two verses is better than no verses. Can I get an Amen. Get some word into us. See, we can give God worship no matter what the season, no matter what's going on. See, it's not just the mountaintop moments I worship God. I worship God in every season. Every season of my life. See, we can fellowship with believers at church and in our homes, and we can bring Jesus into the friendships that we have, and we can help those in need. We are the church. We are devoted. Let's pray this morning. Jesus today. Thank you, Holy Spirit, your holy church was devoted to you. Thank you today, your church is devoted to you. God, here, your local church, Elevation Church, Melbourne West, pray God we are devoted people, Lord God. No matter where we are on that.